Young hearts run free. Young hearts run free. Young hearts run free. Young hearts run free. Big welcome back to the Young Hearts Run Free podcast. You join us for season six, episode nineteen our penultimate episode of the current season and I am joined as ever by the bronzed John Cassidy. How are we doing this week John? Thanks very much. I was waiting for Svelte as well. Lost two pund on my holiday Stevie boy. <laughs> <laughs> were you all inclusive? No I didn't do that because if I did that I come back at least well it was only away for a week so that would have been Half a stone, but normally okay. I come back a stone heavier after all inclusive because I'm just a greedy person. Oh yeah, okay. So you've went away on holiday, enjoyed your week, come back two pound lighter. Two pound lighter and delighted about that. I don't know how that happened. Might have been actually because we were doing uh, that sharing tapassing. I'm not the best at sharing. I'm getting better at it. Susan, my wife, she pretty much. We take a wee bit of time and she says, like, that's yours and that's mine, regardless, because she's been left short a number of times. Can what I mean? So it might have been the fact that we sort of feasted on tapas okay. predominantly for a week. Well done. You must have done a lot of walking and a lot of exercise in the mission. Eh, mostly walking. It's quite hilly, Tenerife. Went out for a few walks, but Ken, what, man? I felt like Badwater Debbie skulking about Tenerife, right? Well, obviously... Eight stone heavier than bad water, baby. But it's fucking hot running about, man. You know, Aye. so, and there's loads of runners. But what you forget, you see these folk running with ease and they bother. You forget they're locals, eh? And you think, I oh, can't catch up with that boy there. Climatize. <laughs> Climatize, yeah. So, see on, your, and, on, your, on your food hang there about sharing, I, yep. do you ever do that in the house when maybe you've got a pizza and you've purposely cut it? in your yep. favour and you hate it then put it down between you at a certain angle oh definitely <laughs> the big bits are, are near you did it on Monday night <laughs> and, the, and then the hand comes across and takes a bit for the other side Aye, that, that had been intended for you and then you're like they're on to me I'd, oh definitely I've, but I've perfected the way have you squeezed your finger in it <laughs> he got you right as you're carrying it aye. actually okay. man that's it aye. and then you get I'm quite happy to put up with it oh for god's sake you've got your finger oh sorry about that flame <laughs> <laughs> like, aye brilliant here you okay. go John life hacks yeah. <laughs> uh, we promised to get on to running at some point as ever we wouldn't yeah. like to end the season speaking about running to start off well that would just be a break from the norm I think what we should say is, in case MD's um, thinking, right, come on, you two, get on with it and get to the guest. There's no guest this week. It's just us havering. <laughs> it's been a wee while since we had a non-guest week, I think. Um, and to be honest, I'd like, our listening numbers explode when it's just John and I speaking. Explode. Like, implode. <laughs> they, go to a diff- they go to a different level. So, And we enjoy it. We enjoy it. it. gives us a chance to... Because we've normally got to cram into 15, 20 minutes what we want to speak about. But we're now we're more relaxed. But we should maybe think about um, the West Highland Way 2023. Maybe we should think about that because the ballot is now closed as we listen to this. 
will be closed. This goes out on the first day of Advent, yeah, and the St Andrew's Day saw the ballot door slam shut. Yep. Are you West Highland Way? And what was just shy of five hundred entries the last time you checked, John? Last time I checked, we were yeah four seventy ish. So maybe on that last day, there's a few folk hanging about. Will I? Will I know? You know. But for the few messages for folks saying, "Are you in?" and that categorically can say, "No, I'm no in. Definitely no in." But um, I'll still be there. I, Paul Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) So there has been interest to um, to see if we'll be there. I dare say we'll be there or thereabouts on the day. We'll not be far away, but um, not running this year. Definitely not. Definitely. Ah, I'm saving it up. I'm saving it up for when I I need it. But it, when it needs me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, but what we would say is, obviously, if there's 470 plus entries in, it's going to go to a ballot. And um, the next wee nervy bit is what happens between now, I don't know, is it? between the 10th and 14th of December, something like that. Once they've done all the sort of the check-in and people's criteria is all right, and then they actually run the ballot, and then that email drops in your inbox. I still remember being at Easter Road watching a game of football. It dropped at half time. I forgot all about the football. I got an email saying I was in. I was up to high door, man. High door was set to Malky level. And uh, it's brilliant. It's a great feeling. You'd maybe even shart yourself, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, well, depending where you are at the time. Oh, aye. But right. Ken, if you're at half time, you're at Easter Road, you check your phone and you see that, you're you're both excited and shiting yourself. Oh, aye. oh at the same time. Emotions aye. are all over the shop. Brilliant. So you've got that to look forward to. <laughs> you've got your name in the ballot. Ah, uh, brilliant. So I so usual towards the end of June day. So you, you'll hear around about six months to mentally prepare as much as physically prepare for that um, particular 96 yeah. miles. But also start organising your crew, you know. And I've, I've noticed the thing that keeps, it still amazes me, the ladies record, Lucy Calhoun, 17 hours and something and change. I predict, Stevie Boy, uh-huh. in 2023, that's going to go. There you go. That's my prediction, that the ladies' record is going to be bettered in 2023. I hope that's the case. Oh, Mystic John. (laughs) Mystic John. Now, on the West Highland Way, we should also, is it now time to speak about the Highland Flings not happening in 2023? I think it is, yeah. That is news that dropped this week, that the Highland Fling 23 won't be going ahead. Um, I think the message that, that Johnny Duncan put up on socials and stuff explaining that it's all perfectly clear and understandable. Do you know it's a, mm. a, a mammoth undertaking like to, to stage that race and, and put it on to the level of quality that it has become almost expected of it. And yeah, and, and that's that's <laughs> hours and hours of work at Johnny's time and the rest of the, the, the gang involved um, and the logistics were on and stuff like that. So Highland Fling's in a year off. Back in 2024, better than ever, and I'm sure that will be the case. Um, 
but it means there's a lot of people who oh, have eyed the fling, you know, as right, that's my that's going to be my first fifty miler, or I want to do the fling, who'll be feeling disappointed. Yeah. One door closes, another door opens. Most definitely. Most definitely. And there's um, tons of options. Hi. What I would like to say though is that um we did an episode with Johnny Duncan last year. Or yep. this year. This year actually. This year, yeah. Yeah. And Johnny is involved in a lot more than the Highland Fling. It's pretty much a non stop rolling thing that happens. At the Anglo Celtic plate this year, um, Martin Heggie recently spoke about being doing the setup on the Saturday. Johnny Duncan was at that as well. He's at so many events um, in the background that you didn't see him. He doesn't ask folk to see him, that's not his gig. But um, he, he gives a whole lot of stuff to the running community. So a big thank you to Johnny Fling. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Fling 2024 um, will be bigger and better. If it can get bigger and better. I don't think Ken how he's going to achieve that, Yen, but um, hopefully it is. Look forward to it returning. One other thing on it is that that is potentially, you know, it's no potentially, it is 2023 Triple Crown no happening yeah, of course. as well. And a lot of people have had, again, set themselves that challenge for 2023 is like, right, I'm, if I'm getting in the Westland way, I'm doing the fling, I'm going to do the devil tea. It, it kind of rolls, isn't it? Because you do the fling as your part of your training for your West Island way and then the devil's your <laughs> warm doing <laughs> <laughs> of sorts folk like that John what would you say then oh my I don't know maybe maybe someone will emerge in the fair city you never know <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Is this the river away? <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 no. No, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, right. Moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, if you're, when your email does drop, please let us know on our socials. We'll, we'll get a Young Hearts Run Free gang together, West Highland Way crew. And um, also, I'm not sure if John's put his services up for grabs yet, but um, no, no I've, got him, I, I, I've, I've got a job for him that weekend. Um, so Good man. you'll need to pay more than me because <laughs> he's quite high up on the procurement tender list now like his services he's, he's a premium he's in, the, <laughs> he's in the premium sort of category so he comes at a price and it's mere pork pies than you could ever afford Julian McGill's testimony might not match that but we'll see we'll see <laughs> it's a great day, great day. John ah, a rant update or a new rant wonderful this Hammond rant has become a bit of a um yeah, a late season feature. Yeah. Aye. People are engaging with it though. I, I know. Have you got a have you got a new rant? I have got a new NI. Oh, and so have I. So right, rant away. Hmm. Now we've not discussed this. This could be the same thing. We've not discussed it before right now. Mine's yeah. is folk in cars that didn't indicate. Oh, they are bastards. <laughs> oh, Honestly, man. John, man. And you know what? I've, I was very close to, but, and this is, we disclaimer, I'm not advising that you do this. And I stopped doing it. I was going to have a face-off 
and stand in front of a car, but that's never a good idea. So didn't ever do that. Keep yourself safe at all times. But I did have a bit of a shouting match with a guy. And because like, you can't eat the boy. I was running up, you'll know this, Stephen. I was running up Bullhousy Street. And what's the turn off? Right. And as you run up Bullhousy Street in Perth, you can turn towards Bell Sports Centre. There's like a tennis courts bit and there's there's a wee roundabout there. I know exactly so, where you are. I'm running up there, guys coming I'm running away from the town, going up Bullhousy Street, a guy is driving towards the town. The indicating, so I'm assuming I can cross that road and carry my way up Bullhousy Street. He then wants to turn left. His indicator was not working, obviously, but his horn was all right. And, of course, I started shouting. Now, if you've got, it tends to be newer models that indicators don't work, right? That's just been my personal observation. But Certain brands, is it it a certain brand have an issue or is it just? I'm not going to do that drill because, but but that I, BMW folk pretty much. But I challenged the guy, excuse me, sir. Aren't your indicators working? Something was like windy? that. Was the windy doing mine? Oh, the windy come down. The windy come down and the horn got blasted at the same time. So the guy was obviously a good multitasker. Can yeah. use his features of his car appropriately. And he was, what are you effing doing, young man? I think was the sort of um, phrase that he used. And I says, to, I says to him, does your indicators know what? And I think he ranted some, he shouted someone else as he drove away. Aye. But there you go. So, when you're out driving, if you're a runner, or if you're there, if you're no runner, always indicate and give folk a, that's what they're there for. The, the clues in the name give folk a wee bit of a heads up where you're going. So, so you might you know I get challenged by me. No, and maybe a thing is because we're assuming that it's mostly runners who are listening to this podcast that yep. we didn't attract many non-indicating BMW drivers, non-runners. Yeah. So if you, you have say, to, just spread the word. Uh, we should also say other makes of cars have the same issue with their drivers. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. That that gets in the um, running rants list. Go, that's that's mine. What's yours? You've got you got a new aunt or an update well, or both? It's a bit of a new in actually. The mere I think about it, it is. And this time it's no non-runners or perhaps just runners who are lost their mojo or are just annoyed at other runners because they're not running because they're maybe injured and they're sitting in a car and they didn't indicate and all that stuff, right? This is <laughs> actual other runners, right? Okay. And I'll class them as non-communicators. Oh. Yeah. I think I know where you're going with this, aye. So, we do. It's 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 the etiquette to wave, smile, grunt, make eye contact aye. with a runner, especially as you pass each other. One going one way, one going the other. Or even if you're getting overtaken by somebody or overtaking somebody, and it's always a wee thumbs up or something like that, you know, it's 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 in the rule book. I pass a few people regularly, and I've passed them regularly for many years now. Okay. Yeah. Who have never lifted their heed replied to my wave, my all right, what like, well done, get going, 
all these other things that you say or can you communicate just with a bit of body language there was one guy i made a real big show with this big huge wave and went all right so, <laughs> and still nothing no earphones in or anything like that because sometimes earphones are a wee bit of a okay nothing just straight on and it wasn't as if they looked as if they were suffering, Ken. Maybe if there's somebody suffering at the end of a kind of ah, long yeah. effort, you can maybe give them a wee bit of a... Ah, yeah, nah, fair dues, man. I know what it's like sometimes when you're in the, the pain cave. Just nothing. Blanked. And I, I ran past this boy her day, and I actually turned round and laughed quite loudly as, as he ran past. And he, he turned round when he heard me laughing. That was the first glint of any response whatsoever over a period of years and how did that and what happened after that nothing just turned back around and kept on running in the street but <laughs> i was like oh my god i'm like how? And, and i'm moving onto the road and and everything to what i'm past that's another yeah. thing you know I'll, I'll go onto the road all right not even a wee hand up was a wee thank you he ha nothing that's, that's so cool. non-communicators me I get that, man. And you know what? If people are listening in, agree or disagree with anything that we are ranting about, let us can. Chip, chip in with your comments. But also, take heed to what we're saying. If you are a person that maybe doesn't say hello or a nod, try it out, man. It's great. I I have that same sort of thing, not with runners, just people in general. I'll, I generally run in the morning, I'll say good morning. And I actually couldn't know how many folk say good morning back to me or smile back to me. Aye. But come on, if you're a runner, let's, we're there together. We're all part of one big family. It, so let's share the love. It's like when you go away somewhere else and you're running in a different jurisdiction to your own, often in a different country or something Aye. like that. It's, it's different behaviours and different cultures and etiquettes. It's quite funny. Yeah, it is quite good. So if you run in, I don't know, Europe or something you know often it's like it's just funny just watching it i still say all right mm-hmm. i did it last week hola bon dia so there you go that's my non-communicator hi well def- definitely i'm 100 percent on board with that as well so, so there's this week's rants yeah this week's rants now i can we talk a wee bit about strava i've got two things i want to say about strava rants One's a bit of a, no, it's not, it's not really a rant. It's just, okay. it's a personal observation. It's not, it's not a rant. But before I get to that, one of the things when I was in, on my holidays, I named a run near Cop Mahwak, trying to finish strong to meet Loaf and Share. That goes back to Lindsay McLaughlin, where um, the Buff Buff Collection Volume 3, second song choice. So I had yeah. that, and I was listening to that. And I was trying to get to a certain bit of this park by the time this song finished. Now, I was struggling that. It was hot. And I was blue turn up. <laughs> this is another dialect dictionary. Blue turn up this stretch. And I got there. I got it done. But I named it Copped Mahwak. I think it was Michelle had asked, is that a dialect dictionary phrase? Michelle Young. Copped your whack for photo than he can means it's a game ender when you cop your whack. It's all over. So um, that's what copter white means. So um, for those who may be interested. Now, my other Strava thing is, 
I was out Sunday morning. I'm struggling there. Was it morning? Was it afternoon? It was late Sunday morning. Did four laps of the North Inch, which means I've gave four nods to the hour on the North Inch. Saved my Strava, named it. I, I, I could see it in my Strava feed. I went and looked at it later on, and I thought, who's nobody like that? Right? I was a malfunction. So I got myself quite upset about that. Not, yeah. not really upset, but I was a bit raging about it. So this might turn into a rant. And uh, I thought, ah, I just deleted it. But obviously, it wasn't shown on folks' timelines, right? On my timeline. I couldn't see it on my timeline. You know, you got your notifications and it says your activity is ready to view. Yep. If I went that way, I could see it, but I couldn't see it any other way. And then what happened was I could see it in Garmin Connect, but I couldn't see it in Strava because then I deleted it. And then I thought, Ken, what? Does it really matter if folks see it? Because and it's actually, for me, it's been a good thing it's happened because I had a good run. It was one of the Something happened for me over the last 10 days where I got a wee fogs lifted somehow. And I've been feeling quite good running wise for a change. And I think that for me, that's what that's what's important. It's not important if other folks see what you've done on Strava. But that in my mind, that's where I was at that point, you know. So that's it. That's all I want to say. All this, if it does if it's not on Strava, it never happened, what a pish. If it happens for you, it happens for you, regardless of who knows about it. So that's it. Totally. It's like um, I was actually considering something similar but different that's probably changed this year for me in the way that I record stuff on Strava and whatnot. And I think it's come through part of the learning that I've done with the, the training block that I did with Bob, Pylon and stuff like that is so long as you're doing what you're asked to do or what you intend to do at the start of your session on Strava, then then you get too hung up on how that looks to folk viewing it. So I suppose it's a wee bit of just lose lose your ego, man. That's ah, exactly. And we've exactly. all got that wee ego. We all hear that. And even folk who haven't got an ego, and we've all got a, a wee bit some folk have got a big bit other folk are medium um, and you're maybe looking and say I want to get uh, my best pace on this so I'll, I'll do my, my warm-up and then save that and then I'll do my speed session save that so you're getting a um, oh that's fast and then you'll do your cool down and then save that so three separate activities rather than just envelop it all into one do exactly the same session less dicking about that's all right. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's my view in the world, of course. Aye, you know what? It was a good. I'm, I'm now thankful and grateful that happened because it's been a wee bit of a leveler for me, you know. And it might also be oh, it's getting into your John therapy session. It might also be a wee bit that um, didn't take yourself too serious on like social media. Do you know what I mean? So. Um, so yeah, it's been a good thing. I feel better that I've had that realization and reminder that it's no what it's no how it's no what's on Strava that matters. It's how you're feeling, you know. So perfect. And um, my big takeaway for that, 
John, is that the fog has lifted and you're feeling oh. good about your running again. And that excites me with 2023 <laughs> coming <laughs> hard at us. Definitely. I've been waiting a while for this to happen. And I know in my 2022 has been a bit up and down. I've probably put in, um, I've not had enough recovery time between the shit that I've done. So, and I paid the price for that, but I think I'm at a place now where it's all good. And moving forward with gusto, shall we say. So, ah, And you've had a oh few dear. big life events as well that has been thrown in there as well, mm. such as moving the house. <laughs> oh, aye. That, that wee thing. That wee it thing. Takes, it, takes it out of us all. So, Definitely. 2023, though. So far aye. away. Obdi will be, well, a lot of folk have already planned their 2023. Um, oh, well, you're waiting to hear that, about ballot results. Aye, but, but, but we're at that time of the year, aren't we, when we start thinking about what we're going to do next year? And because of the, well, things are ballot, so you've got to get your, your entry in, and folk will be getting the calendar out. Um, my wife doesn't listen to this, so I've got to, I can say this, try to figure out when the summer holidays are going to be, so you can avoid that. and start making up your excuses about actually this week darling so all that sort of stuff or um, you also take that risk at putting in for an event and buying your entry or whatever it may be yeah that it may be in jeopardy because of a, a, a bigger priority emerging such as a holiday I mean, you, just, uh, you just hate to say ah, heck, hey right uh, off 40 quid entry or whatever ah uh, you do man and that uh, Okay, I'm going to just let the car out of the bag. My first biggie of next year is in April, Manchester Marathon. Woo! Johnny, Johnny Boy is going down to Manchester. And so jo- I reveal. Aye. This is unexpected. I wasn't expecting to do that. <laughs> there you go. But I'm quite excited about it. So I've done a few big city marathons. Manchester for me is a big city. But it's, not, it's obviously no, it's obviously no one of the majors or anything like that. But I've heard great things about it. Um, so yeah, that's my first thing for next year. So that becomes what the start of April. Uh, I can't remember. It's, uh, it's in April, man. It's before I, London, isn't it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's yeah. it's post split as well for the football fixtures. Okay, what I mean. So what? But anyway, I'm committed to it. That's my date. I've told my wife. We're going. She's coming along. Oh, about that. She, she's not running, but she's going down to Manchester. So um, we'll be we'll be doing that as well. As part of my preparation for that, uh-huh. I've got another wee cat out the back. And Lindsay McLaughlin's going to love this. Team Bunty. Lindsay runs for the Mary Hill Harriers, yeah? Uh-huh. They organised the Nigel Barge 10K. JC yep. has signed up for the Nigel Barge 10K. That's running late January. So... It's on, I think it's Entry Central. If you want to join me and hear a bit crack, obviously not during the race because I'll be pecking, but before and after, um, the Nigel Bars 10K is sort of in that mix for part of my prep for Manchester. So there you go. This is this is content gold. <laughs> it also takes the heat right off of me, which is good because <laughs> last year was mostly around about a, a, a build up to an April race for me. So we are flipping the rules this year. Definitely, definitely. So, um, I've I've got other things that are in the mix, but that's enough 
for now. That's enough. I'm just checking. I just checked Nigel Barge. It's uh, on the 22nd of January 2023. There are 268 places available at time of recording. So, um, finger. And are you the are you the 45 minute pacer? <laughs> if I take my electric scooter, aye. So, um, but yeah, that's cool. So I'm looking forward to that. So that's oh, a yeah. shout out for Lindsay and the Mary Hall. Harry Ors. Yeah, cool. Excellent. Okay. Should, you know what, man? We should also speak about Markathon. Because by the time this goes out, it's going to be up and running, isn't it? So if you're listening today on release episode day, it's the... the second. And you ran yesterday, right? Yeah. Thursday the 1st. And you've not ran the day yet. You've got until midnight to get your air suit to make sure that you're still in Markathon 2023. <laughs> kind of procrastination that you sometimes do. It's like that, oh, I've got to go and do a run, but I'm not really feeling it today. And you just go, nah, I'll leave it till leave it till later. Then it, I'll leave it till after tea. Before you can it, it's half nine and you're like, shite. Ah, it's no raining, it's windy. And you and wake then, up. Or do you think I'll wait till 11 o'clock, go at 11 o'clock, come back here a cup of tea, and then I'll go at five past midnight and get two done, double dinner. A wee double dinner, which is well within the rules. Yeah, I think that. that, what is it now? Let's just clarify. We're, we're, we're not the experts here. No, nor are we. I'm not partaking in it. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I, well, I never say never, right? But... Um, it's you run either three miles or for 25 minutes. Whatever yep. comes first, it's as simple as that. The big every challenge day. is to do it every single day of December. Um, uh, and if you go back, Debbie Martin Kinsani spoke about this. We'll find the episode and we'll tell you about that. But it was actually Debbie's husband, Marco, that is the champion and the, the champion and the um, initiator of the Marcothon. There's a wee clue in the name. Um, so big thank you to Marco because this runs every year, obviously in December, and there's folk for all the world get oh, involved. That's a great, great yeah. motivator and, and movement, literally, for for December, which is the dark, cold winter month where sometimes mojos can be hard to find, and mm-hmm. doing this thing that you feel that you're doing together virtually with others or even doing it physically with others is a great little um, kick up the bahookie. Uh, and you know what, there's some folk start running the marathon when, because so, they hear folk at their work talking about it, it might be somebody's sort of first, maybe they've been doing the couch to 5k and they finished that and it's their foray into a more regular running pattern. Um, so a lot of folk will certainly do it with their work. There is a Facebook page that we can link to. So there is that like online support type thing there as yeah. well. So it's a great thing to be part of. So if you fancy it, um, check it out and good all luck. All in good spirit. And beware, some people can then start and no stop. And before you can it, you've got a thousand day run streak. <laughs> or could you start running on the 1st of December 2020? <laughs> Too. Links us into winter training a wee bit, does, doesn't it? Yeah, well, kind of. 
Right. Well, my big thing about winter training is specifically, are you wearing shorts? Are you have you merged into the tights thing yet? Are you What's asking that? me? I am asking you directly, yeah. Stevie Black. Um I am in shorts. It's been particularly mild and shorts are still very much in vogue. Um plus we have a set of pins like mine, you didn't want to cover them up. <laughs> No be long today. No be long today. We three quarter length things are anyway. The capris. <laughs> oh, they, they they tell you what they get folk talking when you put the capris, the pedal pushers. But you know what? When you're putting in the graft in the winter, you reap the benefits in the spring and the summer, don't you? So. You definitely do. And still on attire and mm-hmm. beware. Do not go for the shites, right? It's either leggings or it's shorts. Then you go for that hybrid look. Now, I'm offer inner cycling shorts, undershorts, built in. Ken, that's my thing. With big, chubby, rubby thighs. <laughs> helps a lot. And also, in my head, it keeps my hamstring in check as well. And that's a placebo effect, totally. But it works, some, doesn't it? Well, some folk like minimalist short shorts um, and also Ken what may I think about it see if you like to wear shites just wear them just just look at yeah think, but so that's aye shorts shorts shorts, shorts yeah, as long yeah. as possible I'm still I'm uh, yeah I'm still wearing shorts and I, I like I actually like the wee nip with the frost on my skin I actually quite like that but the most important thing with winter training is Keep yourself safe, make yourself seen, yep. get some high vis on, get, make sure you've got a head torch, make sure you've got batteries that are working and charged. Yeah, already this year. Aye, it, it just creeps up on you, man, because it gets dark really, really quick. So you want to get all those lumens on your head Aye. torch. Definitely. The full Monty, like John says. It's, um, those cars that then indicate are obviously um, struggling to see runners who are not illuminated. Um, so the hazard. Well, you're quite right there, actually, Stephen. We actually play our own part in that. So yeah. we've got to make sure that we're visib- we are visible as well. Um, so winter training, that that covers that for now. But see if you're out winter training. Now, there's some great sunrises and sunsets. Tag us in your photos. Oh, we, want to, we want to be part of that as well. So get us get us tagged in. doesn't matter. Like, folk tag us in when there's key ring busts and all that sort of stuff, right? Well, put a hand of friendship out to Bobby Buck. He has very kindly said he's going to, what do you call it, upcycle his keyring. He's going to drill a hole in it. Okay. So, so we've got a keyring hanging about waiting for somebody to get their hands on it, is what I'm saying. Wow. And also, we've maybe got some merch news coming up um, for the start of season seven. My drum roll. <laughs> we'll bring that in later on. Yeah, definitely. That's coming soon. So aye, it's all happening. Jeez, we've been rattling through our agenda last weekend. Endeavour 192 Double West Island Way for the team of athletes from, from Pylon. And that was um, to raise money and awareness um, for the British Heart Foundation. It was yeah. quite the weekend of, yeah, well, Endeavour certainly is what it was. And I... If you didn't mind, I, I would like to share a wee bit about how I was feeling about that last week because I, we all have busy lives, right? And 
but when I was away on holiday, you get that wee bit of chance to, well, you choose what you do with your time. I had time to go through all the pylon blogs, watch the videos, listen to the wee podcast to put out about it. And unknowingly, it really affected me because, and I just want to give a wee bit of context to this. As you say, Pylon were doing their double West Highland Way, male team, female team, raising money for the British Heart Foundation. It took me right back to, I think it would be 2014, where um, what had happened was, and I've told this story before, I think in the John's Why. Remember we did them? Aye, 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 go aye. back. We've got a Stevens Y and a John's Y. I think I told it then, but what happened was one of my pals, probably my best pal, he was a big boy called Lanky. That was his that was his nickname. Um, but his real name was his real name. His name was Stephen Alexander. He always said if he introduced himself, <laughs> my name's Stephen. We are PH. That was how he introduced himself. Absolutely brilliant. But he always got known as Lanky, right? Um, unfortunately, he passed away of a heart attack in 2014. And um, what happened as part of that, my last conversation with him um, was about, he'd walked to West Highland Way before, I hadn't, and we were talking, we're going to see the Stone Roses in Glasgow Green. And he was saying, I will do that, we'll do it next year. And he used, his term of endearment for me was bastard, right? We'll do it next year, bastard, West Highland Way. So we'd be speaking about it, walking it this was um but what we did he passed away unfortunately and a year later we did indeed 11 of us walked to west highland way raising money for the british heart foundation so the piling thing that happened at the weekend really rocked me um there was a lot of a lot of the athletes had shared some of their personal stories um, that were taking part and honestly i sent a couple of messages and Karen Altakazi, um, oh man, she shared a couple of things that really just blew my mind. And but again, I'm grateful for that. It's made me again take stock of what's important. Um, and I think what they did, the pylon teams, is how many people feel the way that I'm feeling about that has been affected by somebody either going through the trauma and the bereavement of losing a dear friend or a family member, but also the people that have got years added to their life through the work that's done, been done by the British Heart Foundation and the research. So it's very important that just given thing is still open, we'll post the link again. Um, I'm going to hit go and look for a hug for somebody in a minute. <laughs> I, I get a virtual hug for Stevie Boy. But I just wanted to say that it, it was very important to me um, that I get the chance to do that. And, right, I'm going to move on from me being I never emotional. met Wanky, but he soon did an awfully, awfully fine fella. I wish I had. Oh, he was a, he was a belter, an absolute belter, great guy. I think about him every day. I speak to him every day. I hear him laughing at me every day. Whenever I do something stupid, he'll say, oh, for fuck's sake. I can hear him saying that. You know, he was he was a great light in my life, and he still is. Um, but let's move on for that, and let's talk about the actual weekend that our heroes had out there, because they got a bit of weather, eh? They didn't have. 
John, it was a howler, especially the second half of the the, the challenge, mm. which was the return journey from. So they were starting in Mulgai on Friday afternoon, and then obviously going up to Fort William first of all, and then bout turning and coming back, doing it as a relay. And I can only imagine the way back was aye. A bit of a, felt like a bit of a piss take because the wind would have been howling right into their faces and it wasn't exactly dry either. So they had no. all the they had all the fun of the fair. Definitely. And you know what? Again, again, I know we're speaking about West Highland Way, but when they do it in the summertime, it's traditionally done on the, the weekend and about the longest day. Yeah. So there's there's plenty of light. This was the flip of that, man. There's very few hours of daylight. You know, it gets light about seven o'clock and then it's dark about, starts about half three, four in the afternoon. Aye. So it's no long till it's put. So doing all that with a heat torch on, brutal, absolutely yeah. brutal. So fair play to every single person. I know there was a number of listeners as well that went out and did a couple of support things as well. So fair have. play to you and getting involved. And a massive thank you to everybody that's chipped in some though as well. So please chip in what you can if you can. It's yeah. very, very much appreciated. And well done to the Pylon male and female teams who were both successful. They both completed their 192-mile West Highland ways. Awesome. Yeah. Some way to see what, how they can upscale stage that in the future. I'm sure they'll have something conjured yeah. up. I've got a couple of other things I want to give a shout out to, man. Um, we had the recent guest, very recent guest, Season 6, Episode 11, Alistair Meldrum, he tweeted that last weekend he was he picked up the Glenn Harrower Male Athlete of the Year trophy at the Air Seaforth Prize Night. Now, Magic. it's fantastic and well done to Alistair. But you know what? It's some benchmark to sit in that dragon's back, isn't it? Can right. what I mean? And that's a great episode. So if you get the opportunity, go back. I see. Make the opportunity. Go back and listen to that episode with uh, Alistair, where he talks all about dragging back, and you'll you'll then understand why he was voted that male athlete of the year. So well done, Alistair. Yeah, and I know that because uh, when, when Alistair put that message up on his, his socials, I'm always interested. Who was Glenn Harrower? Yeah. Aye, so that's Ken. Well, I know. Well, you do. Well, yeah, yeah. Furnish yeah. us with that info. He was the man dubbed Mr. Seaforth, and he was the driving force behind the Air Seaforth Athletic Club for 38 years. And wow. sadly passed away 2012, age 73. Um, so, yeah, I always like to, we've got a couple of awards that we put out to athletes in our running festival up in Octorarda, and they're named after local people. And uh, when first came to be I was like who are these people I like to go and research them and see so anyway that was just an aside well done Alistair very very fitting award for what was an incredible year and you know what when you're talking about people um people like Glenn Harrower who obviously he's obviously been an influence on that um running community we should also be um, thinking about people. Very sadly, this week, Doddy Weir passed away. I know. I know. I was. I was really 
affected. You know, I'm not a rugby fan at all, um, but I know how huge a personality was in the sport, and also obviously the awareness over the last five years that he has, you know, has been incredible. Um, and when I learned that sort of news at the weekend, it, it, I felt really grounded by it. Yeah, fifty-two year old. Fifty-two. Um, five years younger than me. I'm 57 now. Had a birthday recently myself. But um, he was, he's, well, he might have been a runner, but he was certainly a sportsman, an athlete. And the difference he's made to many people's lives, both through his playing of rugby and being a good guy, but also raising that awareness for MND when a lot of folk would just, you could just shut yourself away. You know, but he was very open and honest. And it also made me think recently we spoke with Greg Lee, who did 500 miles for MND, um, episode 16 of this current uh, season. You can go back and listen to that. And so MND affects so, so many people. And it, but Doddy passing away has just brought that home to maybe how vulnerable we all are as well. So um, just what you just. Yeah, no. Pay our respects to the guy. Absolutely. No? Yep. Um, oh, man, I'm getting all emotional. It's been an emotional <laughs> 15 minutes. <laughs> it has me half. Wiping sort of tears from from their eyes. Quite, quite right. rightly so. It's, it's big stuff. Right. Let me flip it again then. This switches back. Great link, actually. Or segues, we used to call them. Doddy Weir, Scottish rugby legend. Uh-huh. Let's talk about that Scottish thing. We're recording this on St Andrew's Day, which is the National Day of the Celebration of the patron saint of this fine country of ours, Bonnie Scotland. And our very own, well, not we don't own him, but he's a very good friend, Adrian Stott, recently wrote a, a fantastic blog about always travel with a salt tyre. We'll link to that in the show notes. And it's a great wee story about... Um, Adrian's daughters, who had the pleasure of meeting twice this year, met them at the North Inch at the Anglo-Celtic Plate, where they were helping with registration. Yep. And then also met them at the Black Rock Five. They shouted me in the street, which was, I loved, absolutely loved that. So they've been on their travels um, over in uh, America, and they're obviously, they're big fans of athletics. So they've been going to a number of different things. They were at... Um, Eugene in Oregon, who we, we spoke about that earlier in the year. And then they were also helped out at that 3,100 mile race they do in Queens in New York. So they were helping out at that, which is a mile run around the block. And you do it for like, I think it's like 52 days or something like that. You know what I mean? Yep. It's on my radar, let's put it that way, right? <laughs> and then, but what they then did, um, they went to that run on Fifth Avenue. There's a, is it the Fifth Avenue Mile or something they call it? Yeah, yeah. It's around about the time of September 11th that it happens. But what had happened was we know Jake Whiteman and Laura Muir won the male and the female uh, races. Jake Whiteman spent a bit of time working in the run and become shop in Edinburgh. That Adrian and his family were that they ran that shop. So they were shouting his name out. He recognised them, and. He'd got his 40 team with the 
Union Jack and all that sort of stuff. And he came back and said, can I borrow your saltire? Because they were waving the Scotland flag. And there's a very famous photograph now of Jake Whiteman and Laura Muir standing with the St Andrew's Cross. I'm getting emotional again. Flying behind them. And on Adrian's blog, there's a photograph. I'm assuming it's one of his daughters has taken for the other side. It's for behind. So you see the St Andrew's Cross. So we'll link that up. But I just thought on this day of the patron saint of Scotland that we would mention that. So well done to Adrian's daughters and uh, well done to Adrian on sharing the sharing the blog post. There we go. Manny man, what a hour this has been. Oh, I just like I'm still trying to get over John's reveal about Manchester. That's <laughs> still in so, I'm reeling for that. Reeling. <laughs> now, we've also got to speak about very briefly, because we'll wrap this up, will we? Um, the Young Hearts Run Free Awards, Stevie mm. Boy. The Young Hearts Run Free 2022 Awards are coming Aye. during the month of December. Aye. The t- what a folk do their awards earlier on in the year, we hang on to the coup's tail. So we'll be doing it just a wee bit later. But in a hopefully expected Young Hearts Run Freestyle E, these are no your normal types of awards. We're looking for things like, well, I've been thinking about the categories I would like to see. And I went for things like, what's the best lesson or tip that you've learned? What's the best bit of running kit? Um, what have you been thinking about, Stephen? What's the sort of things on your mind? I'm thinking, what's the best drop bag item? Aye. I'm thinking, who has been the most impressive athlete in the whole world who will soon be on the Young Hearts Run Free podcast. Oh, that's a very good category, that one. Aye, yeah. Very good category, that one. Um, aye, things like that. No, maybe no, just your your normal um, performance of the years and athlete of the years type thing. Typical Young Hearts Run Free styly. Best hairy beard. Oh, Johnny Wolf. <laughs> Eh, okay, there could be some contenders for that. Oh, I um, think of a few others. The best running video clip of the year. So, thing, so things like this, yes. And we will play a bit with this on our socials. We'll have a wee, put some polls out and get you voting. But if right now, dear listeners, you are thinking, what about this? Let us know. If you've got a category that you think we should have included in the Young Hearts Run Free Awards, let us know. Um, like a schwanker. Ho, ho, ho. There's a long one. Nominees for the biggest <laughs> schwanker of the year. And then you rattle off about 25 names. Must <laughs> <laughs> I include that? But there can only be one winner. Only be one. Oh, absolutely brilliant, man. Fantastic. So that's coming at you very, very soon. Yes. Right. Are we done? Oh, I think we must be getting near the, the state of being done. We've got a fantastic season finale coming up for you soon. Um, yeah. I think it's a very fitting one. Um, we'll no reveal what that is yet. Um, 
because we still to get the recording in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It could all go Pete Tong, yeah. <laughs> well do, in which case you're probably listening to John and I again for an hour. You're probably then going off, geez. Aye, but we've also got plans in place for a quite spectacular season seven as well. But we do. We've got exciting stuff happening in 2023 on the podcast front. Aye, most definitely. Um, Let's keep that under wraps anyway. But yeah, let's keep it under wraps anyway. So we will show, normally we thank our our guest. Well, we usually thank our guest. We we wash another song on our Buff Buff playlist. Aye. Yeah, we've done a dialect dictionary this week, Johnny. Right. Has whack a few times. So, um, is we, it a little opportunity for a Stephen and John nominated song into the Young Heart? I know, I know, I didn't plan this, John, but I'm not. No, sure I know, and you can... put me a wee bit on the on the cuff. But let's okay. go for it, aye. Let's go yeah. for it. Right. Am I going? Are you going? Well, <laughs> you're thinking, I can see you scribbling doing something, or like maybe even looking at your uh, your Spotify playlist. That's exactly, well, that's exactly where I am, my Spotify playlist. Oh, but I think, I don't know if this is already there, that, actually that end's already there, I think it is. So what I'm, what I'm going to go with, I am go going to go with, I'm going to go with This Is The Day by The Manic Street Preachers. It's an upbeat tune. Um, it's a, it's not too fast of a beats per minute one. It's one you can run to. The Manix is one of the ones. I used to go and listen to the Manic Street Preachers when I was doing like reruns and it was just far too fast. I was knackered. But this is the day is one. And you know what? Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, this is the day. So, Stevie Boy. I have a song that I'd like to nominate. It's a song that actually, I I heard it maybe on something that I watched on Netflix. And it's a band that I've actually got back into listening to recently, R.E.M. And the song is, it's no a Mr. Upbeat, let's get going. It's a mere poignant number. It's called Oh My Heart. Danny Kennett, I'll go and seek that one out and listen to it. Yeah, cool. and it, it was obviously, I think it was one of these, so I used to listen to REM a fair bit in the 90s, the noughties, and then uh-huh. I kind of drift, you know how you drift away a wee bit? Yeah. And then you rediscover it, and then during that period of time, they've released a whole load of new material that you didn't, you weren't quite engaged with, and then you go back and, and it's like exciting again. Um, so it was, for, I think, one of those albums that they released during my sort of non-listening years um, Brilliant. that I've rediscovered. And it was just because I was watching that something on Netflix and it was a song in the background. And I'm like, what song is that? I recognise that. Awesome. There you go. And now everybody can go and enjoy that too. I certainly yeah. will. And it's, and always, it's almost like a wee gift when you've drifted away from your band and you come back and they've got new stuff, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Right. There you go. Right, I'm going to say... Thank you very much for your time, Stephen. This has been probably the fastest hour of my week. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And we always think, how are we going to fill 15, 20 minutes? There you go. <laughs> you probably talk for hours. Probably. And I tell you what, it's maybe your fastest hour of this week, but come this Manchester Marathon training, there's going to be a lot of faster hours. <laughs> You're not me. letting that go, are you? 
I'm a hell. I'm a hell. This is this is going to be a constant. So, so maybe January, February, March. This is the official launch of John's Manchester Marathon journey. There you go. The cat's at the bag. But thank you very much yeah. for your time, Stephen. I'll no, hand over to you John. to say bye bye to the listeners. Yeah, bye bye listeners. Mm-hmm.